Good morning, class. Good morning, Brother Keith. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School's the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger, and where I learn how to be an overcomer. We confess that and release our faith for that at the very beginning of every class, and that's because there's no need in waiting till halfway through the class and you decide, yeah, I think something's starting to work now. <laughs> Go ahead and believe if his word is involved, and it will be, that's our textbook, then something should be happening for you to build you up, to quicken you, to enlighten you. So get your Bible, get something to make a note with, come on into the classroom with us, tune everything out. Don't, don't be checking your your texts and your emails and stuff during this, give the Lord your full attention. It's just a few minutes. And if you will, you'll get answers. You'll get help. Lord, all of us agree together as touching this, asking you for the anointing, asking you for grace and help. We come uh, thankfully and boldly before the throne of grace to obtain mercy, to get help in the time of need. Quicken us, open our eyes, and help us to see what we need to see and do right now. And we'll give you all the thanks and praise for all the good results. We say, Lord, get glory to yourself in us, in our spirit, soul, mind, body, finances, family, work, in every part. We belong to you. Get glory to yourself. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Look, please, in Hebrews, the third chapter, in our main text, in a series that we've been calling Overcoming Unbelief. We see in Hebrews 3, in verse 7, he said, Wherefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works 40 years, they kept trying to test God and get God to prove something to them before they would believe, not realizing it was they who were being tested and failing the test. Now, there's something we've said, and if you're just joining us for the first time now, uh, it would benefit you to know about everything that has led up to this point. We're building on a foundation of uh, over 500 plus previous messages. And you can go to faithschool.org and watch any of them and all of them at no charge. But we've come to the place where uh, having looked and taught uh, out of Hebrews 11 and other places about what faith is, why faith, how it comes, how it develops. We even spent a long time talking about faith for healing and some other things. Now we're, we're contrasting uh, 
unbelief uh, with faith. It can help you to find out what something is to find out what it is not. And uh, faith is not doubt. It is not unbelief. And there are many people that are in a lot of unbelief, but they don't realize it because they're not seeing it as unbelief and they're not calling it unbelief. And as we, uh, uh, as we grow in knowledge in the things of God, it becomes more and more obvious. But it, until you've seen it, it's not obvious. And so these people were in gross unbelief. He goes on to describe that. But instead of making the choice to believe and trust God, listen to Him, obey Him, they kept choosing not to. They kept choosing to say, well, you prove it to us, and then maybe we'll believe. Well, the Scripture calls that evil. That is, that's not a problem of lack of knowledge or ignorance. That's being unpersuadable that's refusing to make the choice to believe. Keep reading. He said, uh, today, if you will hear his voice, can you see it's a choice? If you will, or if you won't. Harden not your hearts as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, saw my works 40 years. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation. We don't want to do something that grieves the Lord. I was grieved with that generation and said, they do always err in their heart. They, to err is where we get the word, you know, error. And it has to do with making the wrong choice and going the wrong way. And isn't that what we've been seeing? Every time something came up where it was time to trust God, time to rest in Him, time to listen to Him, time to obey Him, they made the wrong choice. They said, no, we're, we're not going to go forward. We're going to go back to Egypt. Uh, he said, uh, you know, don't save the manna. What'd they do? They said, no, we're going to save it. Well, that's not okay. That's, that's not innocent. That's not ignorance. That's defiance. That's I know better than you do. That's, yeah, I hear you, but I can't trust you about that. I'm going to have to trust what I think on this. See, that is not innocent. That is rebellious. And that's why the scripture goes on here to call it evil. That's what he said. I was grieved with that generation and said, they always err in their heart. They have not known my ways. Now, whether you've heard it or understood it or not, this will revolutionize your life if you get it. God is real. And he is a faith God. And without faith, Hebrews eleven six 6 says, it is impossible, impossible to please him. So faith is not optional with him. If, I don't care what kind of prayer you pray, how eloquent you say it, if there's no faith in it, God doesn't like that prayer. It wouldn't matter how big a check you try to write, to charities or churches, if there's no faith in it, God's not impressed with it. He doesn't like it. Anything we do, it must be from faith, of faith, 
or God is not accepting of it. He is not pleased with it. It is not optional. Say it out loud. Faith, Faith. is not optional. It's, not it's required. It's required. See, elsewise, see, it doesn't please God. It's not acceptable to Him. And can you see why we have faith school? Yeah. Right? Because we need to find out about this. And, and not only pleasing God, but it's how you overcome. It's how you overcome the enemy. It's how you overcome the problems of life. It's how you receive the blessings of God. The list goes on and on and on and on. The just shall live by faith. That's not Sunday morning for a couple of hours. That's 24-7. The just shall walk by faith. That's how you function. It's your mode, method and mode of operation in everything. God wants us, when we wake up in the morning... Blink our eyes in faith. What does that mean? What does it mean, blink your eyes in faith? It means expecting victory, expecting progress, expecting to learn, to grow. Is that right? Expect, because you could blink them in unbelief and go, oh, no, not another day. Oh, it's Monday, right? Is it Monday? Oh, man, got the whole That's not okay with God. He, and see, people sometimes, because maybe grandma did it, they're waiting on God to come pet them. You know? To come pet them and go, oh, it's all right, baby. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. We go, I, just, I don't feel like getting up. I just don't. I just don't. No. I might have worked with grandma, but it won't work with God. Why? Because it's unbelief. It's negative. It's not even trying. Not even making an effort. To believe, you start from the most basic and yet the most powerful of beliefs. What is it? God is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's a good God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Which means he's got a good plan. Is that right? He's got a good plan for me today. So that means I got something to look forward to. He's a faithful God. He'll never leave me. Never forsake me. Never let me down. What have I to fear? If God's for me, who and what could be successfully against me? Can you hear a tone of victory in that kind of talk? In that kind of perspective? Well, then you hear faith. And what you got to realize is when you make a choice, and it is a choice, instead of yielding to depression and being defeated and being low and all that kind of stuff, Talking negative, instead of doing that, you say, uh-uh, no, 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 now God is here, he's with me, he's a good God. You start talking like that, it makes your Father God smile, makes him smile, it pleases him, it pleases him for you to get up, brush yourself off, shake yourself, even in the worst circumstances, go, no, 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 now I don't understand all of this, but God I'm trusting in you. I am looking to you. We're coming out of this. And when the dust clears, I'll be standing here with the victory. Praising you. Now you're making God smile. You're pleasing him. You're pleasing him. And here's the thing. They, that generation that he's talking about, they could have done that. They could have chosen to believe at any day, any time, at any of those challenging situations. 
but they refused to. And that's why it cost them so much. It's not that they couldn't. It's that they wouldn't. They wouldn't what? Wouldn't trust him. Would not. Always challenging him. Prove it. Can you do it out here? Show us. We're all going to die out here. That, that irritated the Lord. And it, and it got to the point where it angered him. And it got to the point eventually after months and months. and then he, he, saw, he knows the end from the beginning. He sees they're never going to change. It wouldn't matter if you gave them another thousand opportunities. They're not going to change. And so he said, okay, all right. You're going to get what you said. Hmm? And just you see in the principle, you will have what you say, what you believe and keep saying, whether it's good or whether it's bad. So the smart ones, like us, right? We're going to say something good. Is that right? Hallelujah. Go ahead. This is a perfect opportunity to do it. Say it out loud. God, God is doing good things, doing good things for me. For me. Today, Today. His, plan His plan is being fulfilled, is being fulfilled. In, my life. in my life. He's ordering my steps. He's, ordering my steps. He's, directing, my paths. He's directing my path. His favor, His favor is, going before me is going before me and working around me. His goodness, His goodness and His blessing, and His blessing is, on me is on me and manifesting. In my life, all around me, thanks be to God who always causes me to triumph and gives me the victory over every evil thing, over the whole world, through my Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Praise God. See, you already feel better about that, don't you? It's because life starts manifesting. He went on to say, I was grieved with that bunch. They're always there. They haven't known my way. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Here's the thing about rebellious, defiant, unpersuadableness. At some point, it gets judged. Now, the Lord will give you. He is so merciful. He is so gracious. He will give you multiple opportunities to repent and to trust Him. You know, our greatest examples of faith in the Word of God, people like Abraham and Sarah, they blew it some of the first times. Is that right? Yes. That they were supposed to believe God. You know, when the, when the Lord told Abraham that He was going to give he and Sarah a child, he's already really old. And um, he's like, Lord... You know, uh, let, let Ishmael live before you. <laughs> and he's like, he couldn't see how that could happen. And even Sarah, you know, when the angel came and said, about this time next year, you know, there's going to be a, a, a birth. And, and Sarah laughed back in the tent. And she, she's like, are you kidding? You know, <laughs> uh, she was what, uh, pushing 90 years old and, and he's pushing 100. And um, they both doubted and wavered and questioned. And yet, they wind up afterwards in Hebrews chapter 11 with their own verses, right? About how much faith they had. What does that mean? Well, 
God's merciful. He's kind. He's, uh, he knows how young we are. He knows how really ignorant we've been in so many ways. And he knows what you know and what you don't know. And so if you stumble over something and you whine and cry and feel sorry for yourself when you should believe, well, that don't mean uh, he's going, it's over. It's over. You didn't trust me. Forget about it. <laughs> no, thank God. Somebody say, thank God. Thank God. He's like, you know, even sometimes maybe the angels are going, you know, I'm tired of listening to that. He said, uh, they'll get it. They'll get it. Just give, give them some time. <laughs> and so he's merciful and he gives you more light, and he forgives you and restores you, and over a period of years, sometimes decades, decades, he's merciful. If he sees in your heart you're willing to learn, you're willing to grow, you're willing. When you see you've made a mistake, you're willing to repent. When you see that you didn't trust him when you should have, you, 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 you confess it and you go, God, I'm sorry, I, I messed up. I should have trusted you. I, I should have listened to you. If you'll genuinely repent, that's it. Your sins and iniquities, he won't even remember anymore. He won't bring them up to you. You shouldn't keep bringing them up, right? But that, that means you're willing to listen. You're, you're not unwilling to believe. You're willing to believe. And there's a prayer in the New Testament that talks about um, Philippians uh, that God, he works in us to will and to do of his good pleasure. And even if sometimes your flesh is not willing, and there are times when your flesh hadn't been willing to do what God wants you to do. But if you're even willing to be willing, yes. class, are you all away? Yes. If you're just willing to be willing uh, and, and ask God for the help and grace, he will get you there. Oh, he's so good. He's so merciful. But you've got to give him something. Can you see that? You, you, you can't just not even try. You've got to give him something. And then when you learn and grow, you've got to be willing to admit your mistakes and, and make a change and, and move forward. Everybody pray that prayer out loud. Say, Father God. Father God. I am willing, willing to be willing. I ask you, work in me to will and to do of what pleases you, of your will, of your good pleasure. I ask it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That is a powerful thing you just prayed. I mean, that's... You, you're asking God to get involved with you to help cause you to desire and want to do what he wants you to do. You're giving him an opening and great progress can be made and getting free from things that have hindered you can happen from that. Um, keep reading in verse 12. He said, take heed brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Can you see, now we've talked about it some, why it's called evil. Evil. This continual challenging God will prove it to me. You know, show me if you can do it. And the implication is do it all and then maybe I'll believe. 
we'll see. And the thing is, a person like that, you can never show them enough. There's never enough proof because they've already decided not to believe. Faith is a choice. Doubting is a choice. He said, take heed. So now he was talking about them, but now he's talking about us. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Can that same kind of thing that happened to them all those centuries ago, can it happen to people today? Even Christians. Yeah, he said, brethren, he's talking about. Keep reading. Exhort one another daily while it's called today. And that's what I'm doing right now, exhorting you. Is that right? I'm saying, don't be a dummy. (laughs) Don't doubt God. (laughs) And and you need to do the same thing with your friends and and church and whoever you're you're a part of. Exhorting one another uh, daily. Everybody say daily. 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 And that's one great thing. We can have faith school daily. We got all these all these uh, messages online. So while it's called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. What happens, uh, Proverbs talks about this, if you stiffen your neck and harden your heart every time you get corrected, you'll get harder and harder and harder. And you've encountered people that are absolutely rock hard when it concerns to anything about God or anything about the things of God, that is a terrible place to be because if you won't listen and you won't receive, the rest of that verse goes on to say, if you've often been reproved, but your response is hardening yourself, uh, it said those folks will be destroyed suddenly without remedy without a recourse. You put yourself in a place where God, even God can't help you. Now that sounds like too strong of a statement, but the only way he could help you is take you over and control you. Apart from your mind and will, he's not going to do that. So if you won't listen to him, he can't help you. And we, in reading about the, um, the first generation that was delivered from Egyptian bondage, he wanted them to go into the promised land. You can, you can hear it in his voice. He's excited about it. When he tells them, he said, I have found a place for you. I've picked it out. It's beautiful. It's great. It's rich. He said, man, the hills are full of precious minerals. You don't have to irrigate it. I rain on it. I take care of it. Uh, and there's already wells digged, vineyards planted, Houses built. All you got to do is take your underwear and move in. <laughs> Just move in. And voila, you're, you're ready to go. He's excited about that. And he could not persuade them. He could not convince them that he could do it or that he would do it. Was unable to. Now, now think about that. God couldn't convince them. Why? Because he's not going to take them over and force them. He's not going to manipulate their will and their mind. So if you're not going to do that, the person has to have a choice. And if they really got a choice, they can choose not to. 
They can choose not to trust you, not to listen to you, not to obey you. They can choose to rebel against you. And they did. They did. Over and over again. And why are you studying this? Why are we studying this? Because we're not going to do it. Is there a we are? Come on, say it out loud. I am not doing that. I'm not going to have that evil, unpersuadable heart of unbelief in me. We can be the opposite of that. Instead of it's never enough proof, we can make up our mind already. Whatever God says, it's right. Right? Whatever I've already made before I hear what He says, I've already made up my mind. He knows what He's talking about. He can do it. He will do it. He's right. And so instead of being unwilling and, and, and unconvincible, we are ready to believe. Quick to trust. Come on, say it out loud. Quick to believe. Quick to trust. Quick to obey. Amen. That's what you want to be. And what will that do? That will please him. That'll please him. If he says, go do this. And I mean, before he gets through saying it, you're, you're putting your shoes on and you're heading that way. It'll make him smile. I'm telling you. He'll say, look, I didn't even explain it to him. And they're already out the door. Huh? That was that was that prove you trust him. You trust him. Said out loud. I trust you, Lord. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. He said, uh, verse 15 again, today, if you will hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. And in verse 18, he said, to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. They thought it was the giants that kept them out, but it was unbelief. They thought it was the big walls that they couldn't get through. But it was unbelief. They thought it was their weakness, their lack of military training, their shortness of numbers, or any other of a hundred things. But it wasn't true. It was only the unbelief that kept them out. Is that true today? People say, well, it's my lack of education that's keeping me out. No, it's not. It's unbelief. Well, it's my lack of connections with people that have money. No, it's not. It's unbelief. Well, it's my, my lack of physical ability or my life. No, it's not. No, it's not. God is bigger than all that. He can provide for you in any circumstances. He can give you favor in any situation if you'll believe. All things are possible with God and all things are possible to him or her that believes. Right? Lack of education, lack of money, lack of contacts is not keeping you out of what you need and want to get to. Only the unbelief. Say it out loud, I reject, I reject unbelief. unbelief. I refuse, I refuse doubt, doubt and unbelief. unbelief. I live by faith. I, by faith. I, walk, by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world by faith. World. I'm strong in faith. Giving glory, to God. giving glory to God. Amen. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Well, that's it. Our time's up for today. We come back tomorrow. There's a lot more to see. We'll see you soon. 
here in Faith School. I've got the victory living inside. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941 702 7390.